What up? This is Thurs from Inglewood, California, rocking with the heat holders, and you're now listening to Tissue and the Tape. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Catching shit off the radio. Put the tissue in the in Tissue and the tape. Tissue and the tape. They don't know right. about that. Respect heat holders. Respect heat holders. People keep asking if I'm back. And I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Phil Maddox. Davis Backless. Gandhi. Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors that are rape like cosplay. Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon date. MCs are rhythm and bit them peace like Gandhi. For a seat at the table, getting milk, Solange ate. No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces. Just sick lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience. And pop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. This back with Davis, Phil, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box in a grave It's the world's famous T-I-T-T It's home team in the motherfucking house No question As always, it is I, Davis, backwards And who state your name, gangsta? Philmatic365, a.k.a. Adam Bomb 49 You already? Already, man, um we are honored and blessed to be able to have this opportunity to bring you another edition, another episode of Tissue and the Tape. Uh, Filmatic, uh, you know, we, we're always excited. We call ourselves, always. you know, the, the, the home of the MC. Yes, and sir. This particular episode, this particular conversation we're about to have is no different. And tell the people why. Because, man, we, 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 got, uh, we got somebody that's uh, cut from the same cloth as... Uh, as yourself and uh and 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 me as well as we talking about quality MCing, we talking about bars, we talking about culture, we talking about taste making, we talking about kicks vibe. You know, you know where my heart is, baby. It, it, you know, my, my heart's in my feet, as I've been fond of saying <laughs> for years. But more than that, man, we just talking about a thorough individual and um as it is, uh, depending on where you are in the world, it just might be Thursday. So, um, right. no doubt, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on tissue and the tape, uh, I the, the newest member of the class, uh, the homie Thurs. What's good, bro? What's good, with you guys, man? Appreciate the intro. No doubt. No doubt, man. We we're elated to have you on the show. Elated to have this opportunity sure. to talk to you about, man, all the things that you've been doing. You know, now of course, um, a lot of people are getting familiar. But you know, Phil was was kind of telling you before we before we started recording. You know, we've been kind of hip since '07. You know, we we've mm-hmm. been we've been in tune. So uh, we want to get into that. Uh, normally, how we uh, kind of just start as far as. Um, you know, giving you a chance to just introduce yourself, man. Tell us your origin story, just in terms of just uh, we're, we're big Marvel guys. Like, how did how did the the radioactive spider get to you? And you know, how did how did your origin story begin as far as hip hop? Sure, as far as hip hop, man, that spider bite probably happened in like first grade. Um, yeah, like kindergarten, first grade. My uncle was a hip hop head. You know, playing a lot of. Cyber Shield, playing a lot of, you know, Chronic, you know, Kill At Will. So a lot of, um, you know, 
West Coast hip hop that he played at my grandma's house in South Central, along with like De La Soul. So he gave me like a little mix of everything. And um, in first grade, I kind of took a liking to crisscross. So, you know, I saw the cross colors. I saw them wearing those backwards. So I was like, mom, I want to be like this. I want to do that. So, you know, I started writing raps in first grade and uh, learning how to, you know, construct my bars and figure out how to get an idea on paper and how to say it. So that's where that spider bite happened, man. And, you know, that's that's what started this whole journey, man. Like first grade, crisscross. And I got to give a shout out to MGM. Bro. I know he ain't like the top tier MC, but he was a huge entertainer. Hey, his, his, influence, his influence cannot be underestimated. That's and, right, uh, man. Uh, you know, sullied. You know, he, he definitely. And, and he brought you to the fun. dance, man. Hey, yeah. And he had his own cartoon, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Hammer had his own cartoon. He had his own toys. Yeah. Yo, yo man. His his yeah. uh his merch game was insane. You know? For real. He came in with a fashion staple. You know, he got hammer yeah. pants. So. Exactly. Yeah. No, no social media. Had the glasses. Like he had right. he just like certain things. You just knew what it was. But man, shout out shout out to all the uncles, man, that, that got that got their nephews into hip hop, man. Um <laughs> my my uncle did the same for me, um on the East Coast. I'm from Philly originally and it was the same way. You know what I mean? Uh at my grandma house. <laughs> you know. Um so yeah, man, just shout out shout out to all the uncles that uh that that, that usher us in. Definitely. Yeah. I, I got the same story too, guys. Like you know, um, it wasn't my uncle, but it was my older cousin, and he was into KRS, um, you know, 86, 87. You know, I'm like six, seven years old, and he was telling me, like, like, yo, like, this is this is it, you know. Um, you know, I was listening, and then, you know, once 88 hit, that's that's when it really was real for me. Yeah. It feels a little bit earlier as far as his. But, um, like, you, you talked about the radioactive spider for you and, you, you know, Hammer and that, but, like, um being on the West, how did some of those records that, um, you know, like uh, Low End Theory and um, some of the ones that, that are are held in that high regard like that, how did that get to you guys out there and did that have a big impact on you? Three feet high, rising, choice right. like yeah. that. Right, you mentioned so, that. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I love that. Like, Three Feet High and Rising is probably like some of the first day live that I experienced, but what really, what really like inspired me to even like, you know, really want to pursue rap, like, you know, and improve on the lyrical ability or just kind of go down that route. It was really like ninth grade. And that's when I got um, Black on Both Sides from Most Death. And then we had, I had Lyricist yeah. Lounge, I had Black Star, and I also had um, Illidelph Half-Life. So, yes, you know, sir. being on the West Coast and then having those albums, actually blew my mind when I first heard mathematics and when I heard like new water my mind was exploding and like you know everybody in my at my school wasn't really on it like that I had a few homies out you know we would like listen to these records with but the masses wasn't on that so that kind of just made me really take the time to figure out what I want to say and like you know I'm way better at it now, you know, after going like through life and, you know, figuring out how I want to project myself and how I want to uh, present myself. But like that, those albums are definitely probably the most influential for me. And I got to give a shout out to Redman too, that Muddy Waters album in like eighth grade. That was part of that, that phase where I was listening to more lyricism and um, just listening to how people was sculpting their words and, you know, 
the the performance on the mic, the uh, character on the mic, you know, so the animation and inflection of different words. So it was just like a science at that point. Those were yes. those, those moments that really helped, you know, shape the path that I went down. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I was about to say, Phil, um, that's something that we talk about all the time. The mic presence and the performance is something to where even if the person necessarily you're talking about one, two, fifth, and you know, in Linux, they may not have ever been there, but the performance on the mic will make you feel like you've been to these places. And mm -hmm. you know, being in California, there's you know, you're three thousand miles away, and as a youngster, you know, how, how many chances do you get to travel to the other side of the country like that? Um, so that's that's something we always talk about, and it's always interesting to hear, um, you know, our our SoCal guys talk about that. And, because um, you guys had the, the pop in this scene, you know, you guys had it for years, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. on a commercial level and just on a on a on a respectable street level. Like, how did how did it feel to to see hip hop be kind of like a um, New York centric type of thing, and then it just be like a West Coast thing for however yeah, many just years switch. or not? How, <laughs> how did that feel? Man, it feels incredible to see the evolution of it because like you, you should say like the commercial side of everything was thriving here you know like gangster rap music on the west coast you know was like popping you couldn't go to a party a house party in la without hearing you know like sugar free or like hearing dj quick or like hearing like you know dre and snoop so Outside of that commercial and like kind of a West Coast gangster rap scene, there was like a thriving like MC scene, you know, like that was popping off of Lamert. And then you had people that were just gravitating towards that. And it was dope to just kind of see people get more shine. And when you and I popped off, we were kind of like, we weren't gangster, but we were like from the city. We were from the city, we knew everybody. And, um, we, we knew how to rap. We saw how people that really did it well. So we were kind of just pulling from different things and defining who we were as individuals. But just watching the culture develop, you know, since I was in high school, you know, it was like a lot of like, I, I feel like I saw the most evolution on the production side and then a lot of like just different MCing. So looking at how DJ Khalil, hey guys, I'm on the floor. Looking at how like DJ Khalil, and self-scientific were able to yeah. make their mark. And then, you know, I feel like since they since their inception, you know, we've kind of just seen Khalil kind of push the bar on sonics that are coming from the West Coast. And um, I think that's the most pivotal, pivotal, pivotal aspect of what the West Coast is. You know, the producers what really defines every Thing, everything you know that's represents culture to me. You know, when I look at DJ Khalil and like DJ Battlecat as some of the most important figures um, that kind of touch on all realms of West Coast music. And but just getting back on Khalil, you know, him kind of pushing sound and like reshaping how people sample. You know, because that was like kind of unheard of doing jam sessions and creating your own samples and. and kind of being able to get this West Coast influence and make it almost regionless. And then you hear him placing records on Jay-Z, hear him placing records yeah. on, you know, 50 Cent. So 
the evolution has really been pushed, I think, from the production side. And then I think we've always had dope MCs out here, but it's just about seeing how everybody rides um, outside of just the commercial scene. It's been dope to see that and uh, be a part of that. So, so one of the things when I when I hear when I hear you and I hear when I first heard you and I, one of the feelings that I got, I felt the far side. I felt like like you guys were the next evolution of that uh, souls of mischief. That's the alcoholics. That same kind of like where it was like you weren't you weren't doing gangster rap, but you were around it. Like uh, another one, Murs also reminds me of that. Um, um, and you guys just exuded like MCing, but from West Coast mentality, West Coast perspective. So it was yeah. like you know you're taking your experiences, your elements. And still bringing that, you know, what was considered the traditional MC, and, and it, it gave it a, a, a new flavor. And like, then you guys ultimately, you know, would lead to like TDE and things like that. And so yeah. I think I think you guys played a pivotal part in that that transition. And what what we see now in West Coast hip hop, when you hear somebody like Reason and you know Problem and, and dudes like that, and then of course still yourself, but I mean, I think just just like going by the timelines. So yeah, definitely, definitely that. Uh, Pac Div was right in there too with you and Pac Div, like, yes sir. Yeah, um, yeah, you and I, Pac Div, Blue, Don yeah, Kennedy, uh -huh. J Dave. Dom. Yeah, that was like yeah. that whole era right there from like yeah, 07 man. to 2010. That was like the West Coast yeah. like scene. So that was like really dope to be a part of that, man. And I think everybody's still creative and still like, you know, yeah. contributing. Yeah. And, and, and so much great music came out of that time frame, man. Like, look, like, yeah. Like y'all influenced, like to, I mean, speaking of producers, you mentioned Khalil, who's phenomenal. And you also mentioned Battle Cat, who is just, you know, just a- Legendary. A, a, yeah, a legend. But man, it's gotta be pretty good to be on the hottest producer of the years project that he had before he even put out the joints with Nas, with Benny, with um, uh, with, with Big we, we, Sean. We, I, I think it's safe to say probably likely the producer of the year. He's probably he's probably yeah, producer. Probably, yeah. probably yeah. Yeah. He's, he's talking, talking about Hit Boy. He's talking about Hit Boy. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. I can't yeah, see nobody. Right, I can't right, see nobody right, taking right. that joint from him. Nah, nah. I mean. I mean that in itself, that project in itself with um, with, with mood change, with um, nominated, like those those are hard joints, and you know yeah. like that's that's him just kind of I guess like a passion project type of thing, and then you find out that he has these three monster um, projects. Like, did you know that 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 was on the horizon when you were working on? This yeah, stuff? yeah, I was like I was at Childish watching it all develop, man, and. I was just excited to just even be in the room and be, you know, in the environment because it's so popping. It was like, you know, the room at Chalice is very special. That room mm -hmm. where we recorded Mood Change is the same room where Nipsey recorded, you know, Racks in the Middle, oh, yeah. where, you wow. know, the whole Half a Mill project was recorded where Nas did all his vocals for like most of those records at Chalice, you know. And, um, yeah, seeing that development, like Hip Boy, I haven't seen a run like this, especially being close to somebody like that. So the fact that we, just even how he works is like really dope and a testament to his genius. And we made like mood change in like less than an hour. You yeah. Know? 
um, Jansport came in with a beat and then Hit Boy sped it up and they kind of add like a few different elements. And then uh, Hit Boys looked at me like, yo, you got anything for this? I was like, yeah, I got something, give me like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I had like, you know, just some words in my head just from where the sample was taking me. And um, I did like the first eight, and he's like, all right, yo, that's gonna be the hook. And I was like, oh shit, okay. And then uh, he came in right after that, and then we brought it back, you know, as the chorus, and he's like, yo, let's do another little verse right here, and then we come right back after you. So we was on some back and forth stuff, and you know, we felt really good about that record, man. So, yo, know, Hit Boy's a genius. And, man, and you and, should feel really good about it. Uh, that, yeah, official tissue. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah. So yeah, so like on, on top of what you, like that, you know, in itself, just kind of just seeing that, what, how do you channel that energy when you're in those types of situations and then you've got your own crazy hellacious run with, you know, 40, 43 uh, weeks in, in running, you know, as far as um third, more thirds on Thursday. Talk to us about that. Like, how, how is it to, to be on your own run like that? Man, um... That run started really kind of out of a challenge for my boy Dem Joints. You know, I called him on New Year's Day just to be like, you know, yo, happy New Year, because we were all in the trenches. Like, you know, I reckon one with, you know, with Dre, like just recording like a whole bunch of ideas. And uh, we had like this little gap where everybody's kind of doing their own thing. And when I called him up on New Year's Day, he's like, yo, it's almost Thursday. You gonna drop a record? And I was like, you know what? I am. I just recorded a joint like two nights ago. The Smile record that my boy Fat yeah. Ron is in. Okay. That was the first joint that I dropped. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it going. So I was just challenging myself to keep it going. I had like records recorded. So then I felt like I wanted to be more in the moment with some of the records and everything that started happening in the world. So I was just start going in on Sunday. And I had my engineer do like a mix on it. I guess I was doing the artwork at first. And then um, I uploaded to all the DSPs, and I just kept the system going. Then I started getting help from like my boy, Andrew Quesada. He's okay. like, yo, man, let's start filming these one-minute visuals with your songs. And I got my homegirl, Serenity, who could do the artwork. So we just kind of had this assembly line going like around March, and it's been going ever since. So I didn't even imagine it really going this long, but it's been so fun, and it hasn't been any really stress on me. So it's just been fun to just create and be be able to share every week. I've never done nothing like this. I always had like thousands of records on my hard drive that I never knew when would ever come out. Right. So to be in this space and just keep it going and be around like, you know, these dope producers that are like constantly inspiring me, having dope conversations with people and able to put those conversations, you know, gems right on the record. You know, it's been, it's been dope, man. So I'm just having fun. And yeah, week 43, got the M1 joint. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, that's. Exciting. I saw I saw the air one joint. And, um, yo, um, I I I could probably pull it out, but I got I got an original air one T shirt, like like from like ninety seven, like yeah. the money. It said it says money on the back, the number one with the you know with the air one logo in there. Yeah. Um, I was, it made me think. I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I probably will post that joint tomorrow. I might wear. It. I still and I still wear it. I mean. But I was like that. As soon as I saw, I was like, "Yeah, that." And I remember going to like Foot Locker, at, um, the mall I worked at, and they had an and one tapes in there, and they just give them to you. Yeah, yeah, man. You have that, my man, Hot Sauce on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, skip all that. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, and for those that don't know, man, uh, 
and what kind of made streetball like streetball was always a thing like but it made it on a national level like yeah. to where people that never even heard of you know the rucker or like some of these famous courts and some of these legendary street ballers it made them household names you know yeah skip skip especially but like you know i mean ali mo i mean it's, it's the list goes on and on you know we'd be here all day naming people but yeah man so definitely uh I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing that joint uh, tomorrow. Oh, man. Yeah, like here, here lately, I know, um, I mean, there's been so many joints, but yeah, Balance. Yeah, Balance, balance, is, balance, balance is crazy. It has that, that groove to it to where you could just throw that on. And even if you just got it on repeat, you know, it, it, it don't even, it's, it's like continuous. Like you, you could just continue to just let it rock. But what I will say about that, as far as the visuals, us being sneaker guys, we always say, wear your kicks. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, yeah, like they're not trophies. Right. So you you put that in full effect with the visuals for that. Um, and we commend you because, you know, there's the people. Fours. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, let's go. Yeah. That was dope, <laughs> man. That Like we, we love to see stuff like that because. You know, again, it really shows, you know, who's really about, you know, the, the, the culture, especially with that. Like, you're like, listen, yeah, these, these are just kicks. I'm out here vibing. Yeah, I'm going to put them on. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I ain't worried about no creases. Like, let's go. Yeah, man. That, that was dope. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all vibing yeah. with that record, man. I, I love how that record came together, man. And, yeah, I had those fours. My man Chris Gibbs over at Union, you know, let me cop them a little early. Shout out um, to Union. Yeah, shout out to Union, man. And I was definitely happy to wear those. Um, man, those are like some killer fours. I love like, you know, how he sourced all the materials for yeah. the uh the shoes. He just did a workshop on the Mert at Soul Folks this past okay. Sunday. That's dope. So, you know, those shoes, even the first Union ones, you know, like the All the heavy, Union ones are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm we, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you to the test a little bit, uh, a little later when we talk, when we, we got, we got a thing we do called tip and tap. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna do that a little later, but for sure. Talk, talk to the people a little bit about Union, cause I don't think, I think people are really starting with, when the ones drop, they started, they started to start getting some of that, that legendary street recognition, like an undefeated, like some of these, you know, these iconic Nike collabos, but. This last run that they've had is you know, like so. Kind of talk to the people that aren't familiar with Union as a brand, as a as a staple of, of sneaker culture, especially on the West Coast. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, so UnionLosAngeles.com. You can hit that up. You know, go support a black-owned business. You know, exactly. That's gives. what I, that's what I wanted <laughs> the people to know. Exactly. There we and go. Like, you know, Union's been a shit for a long time, man. You know, um, in, in the U and I days, me and Y.O., we'd always hit LaBrea before we hit Fairfax. We like Union's, you know, what they had to offer there in American Rap. We felt like we could get more premium items out of those stores. And, um, you know, Gibbs would always, like, you know, be welcoming. So they always had the fly stuff. They always had, like, denims from, like, you know, neighborhood in Japan and a lot of different brands that, like, oh. You wouldn't find at JC Penney's or at the Beverly Center or anything like that. You know, Watanabe and a lot of these like dope brands that you kind of have to do the research on. And it's always high quality pieces. So Union's my favorite store in LA. 
And the fact that it was black owned, I wanted to support even more, you know, because that's coming in 2020, you see that, you know, it's all about that dollar and circulating that dollar. And, exactly. You know, we got to support our homies. So the fact that Chris Gibbs is out here collaborating with Jordan and, you know, giving it quality that we haven't seen in Jordan and, you know, add so <laughs> much story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the packaging alone, like yeah, shout, yeah. Shout, out, shout out to my man C. Diddy from the Realest Podcast ever. Me and him had a convo just talking about the packaging, no, let alone the sneaker. The sneaker, is, the sneaker is what it is. The packaging and the presentation of of how they uh, the boxing and you know we unbox, man, it's it's uh the highest of quality, man. I urge anybody if you if you have the ability and the funds <laughs> to get your hands on anything from Union, uh, footwear wise or just merchandise wise. Treat yourself, yo. Yeah, man, I, I agree. I agree. It was like, you know, they, these are not going to be re-released. These shoes are like yeah. once, yeah. once in a yeah. lifetime. Yeah. So if you miss out, you won't have to cop that consignment price. Uh, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. These are going for like twenty-five. You know? Yeah, like uh, the the fours in my size, they at eight right now. The ones is out of here. I, I'm I'm good money there. The, the, these fours, though, yeah, yeah. sick. I seen sick. those goggles go like too high. Like, I was like, y'all never drop this amount of money, right? Like to purchase after sale, you know, aftermarket price yeah. for these goggles. Like that's crazy. We'll, 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 we'll tell, we'll talk about some stories that, like, I'm not, not now, not now. But there's been times I was like, by the time y'all was like, he was like, what you did, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. you know that's. I'm off that narcotic now, anime. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, oh, this this, it, this it never goes away. Nah, this year has definitely made a lot of people reset things, but it's still some things that are just like just in us, like hip hop. Yeah. Like it, it's you know, never gonna go away. It's never gonna go away, but you know, you you just probably approach it from a different um, standpoint now. You know. Yeah. Um. Then you know, speaking of that, man, um, just talk to us about how you had to kind of, if you have at all, like, have you had to reset some things as far as your, your daily operation? And, um, how, how, how is it going for you? You know, now that we're, you know, several months into kind of a new way of life for a lot of people. Um, main thing I reset, well, cause I was doing like a lot of work in the past year, you know, outside of the music stuff and outside of like writing, you know, Red Bull that sought me out to do like this, uh, to be the to be the artist relations manager for the Southwest, so you know I have like a unique history with, with, with Red Bull being able to curate some of their sound select shows over the past few years. As I was serving as a producer and I was doing a lot of seating with product, and also was a, a Red Bull sound select artist. So I was working both spectrums, yeah. you know, with this corporation. And then in the past year, I was able to come on as an official employee as an artist relations manager. So. I was just ideating a lot of ideas from content to IRL events. And I was really just trying to plug in everybody from Inglewood. So like, you know, D Smoke, Sir, Tiffany Boucher, you know, even plugging in stuff with Hip Boy and even all these like DJ Battlecat and you know, everybody. So um, the past year we went through like a lot of, 2020 went through a lot of transitions, you know, COVID affected a lot of businesses. So, sure. you know, definitely stopped going to the office and everything is operation from the house. So, yeah, that's kind of been the main reset. Just kind of like structuring out my daily schedule, 
um, creatively and business-wise, and then taking care of the kids as well, making sure my son is on his virtual Zoom for his school. So it's really just been a lot of scheduling and just operation from home. But it's been cool. I'm not like griping about it, you know. I, I like being home for the most part, but also still like, you know, being able to move. But um, that's been the main change. It's been it's been cool though. Definitely feel closer to the kids, yeah. being able to play soccer and uh, nice. have some conversations and talk about the social events and ramifications yeah. of certain things, research and explaining. So it's been it's been unique, man. Never thought we'd be here like this in America. No, definitely not. (laughs) Like they just announced for South by Southwest for 2021 that it is going to be all virtual. So the the semblance of of it getting back to where it's been in past years, we won't see that for, you know, at least another 18 months probably. So, um, you know, that's that's one thing as far as me me being in Austin, you know, that that's a that's 600 million dollars that comes to town you know for 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 10 days 12 days that it's rocked entire companies entire industries um you know this that that amount of revenue not coming in and then nothing else coming in you know to replace it it's really um evident that you know uh how impactful you know like you said like those corporate situations and you know having all of that that um those corporate entities in one space like that, how um, impactful it is to certain communities. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Um, salute to you, man, for, for even being um, in that position. You know, a lot of times um, when we when we think about artists, and like you said, your pen is something that people know you for, but it's like, yo, I also have the ability to strategize, to mobilize, to do all these different things just based off of the relationships that you built and the experience that you have to, um, you know, that you have to have in order to um, maneuver through the industry. So salute to you, you know, from kind of flipping that, you know, not just being like, yeah, right, but I also can do this too. Like that's gotta be pretty, pretty dope, you know, as an accomplishment for you, right? Definitely, man. Uh, Thank you, man. Um, Definitely, you know, you kind of see that you always gotta have some revenue streams. being able to be employed <laughs> is yeah. definitely helpful and uh, less straining on the creative side. So, right. yeah, man, I'm definitely grateful. So, appreciate that. No, that's dope. Um, Phil, I got another question before you ask yours. Um, Go ahead. And one of one of our our you mentioned you mentioned Dre and being around that situation, but when you when you say Dre to us, we start to think about Anderson Pac, who's one of our favorite artists. Yes, sir. Um, and we, we've we've seen uh, some of the, the your influence as far as you know um, some of the things that you've added to one of his recent projects, um, Oxnard. Yeah. Uh, just talk to us about um, you know, like you said, like lending your um, your your expertise. But just talk to us about that. Like besides being the artist on a track, how is it to 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 add? You know, uh, where there's a lot of collaborators like Black Souls, another dope guy. I know he worked on the song you worked on, Mansa Musa. Talk yeah. to us about that, how, how it's been to, to be able to collaborate and use your talents that way, too. Man, it's like been amazing. It's definitely great to be in a room with other creative minds, you know, because you always want to be around people that are going to push you to be better. So, like, going into that room, everybody's an alien, man. Everybody's like, 
supremely talented, you know, like when I think of like Sly, you know, he's yeah. able to play every instrument, you know, able to play the saxophone. And Drop he can kill paper. you off. Yeah. That's crazy. And he can kill you off with the raps. And then he can actually sing and hit every note, you know, on the spectrum. So it's like, where do you see, where do you meet these kind of people, you know? <laughs> That's alien level uh, talent. <laughs> yeah. So being in there to contribute to that record was amazing. You know, a huge blessing. Anderson is like amazing, man. Amazing artist. His stage show is unmatched. Yes. You know, his, his musical ability is, you know, once in a lifetime. So it's definitely a blessing to be around that energy and uh, people that have that capacity to contribute to, you know, our culture like that, man. So no doubt. huge blessings. No doubt. Man, Phil, that. Psh- I mean, we, we've talked we've talked about, you know, him as an MC, but also, again, these rooms with, you know, the Hit Boys, the Dre's, the Anderson Fox, like, that's, like you said, like, that's definitely alien stuff. And it, it's like, you call them aliens, but I'm sure they're looking at you in that same respect, man. If, if you're there, you know that you, you know, that you've got yeah. that respect, too. Yeah, the fact that you're in the room, like, yeah. like says says a lot about the, the, the skill level. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody can't come in here. That would flex me saying everybody yeah, yeah. can't come in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a fact though, man. You know, man, grateful for that opportunity, man. You know, so I'm just always trying to get better. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to have rocker be around the best people, and I'm trying to stay there and keep growing, man. No doubt. So we we feel we we talked we talked about uh, more Thursdays on Thursday. We talked about you and I. We talked about the kicks. You know, we're, we're huge sports fans. Whenever we hear Inglewood, you know, there, there's a few things that come to mind. You know, um, they, they had a few McDonald's All-Americans come through Inglewood. Just, 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 just one or two. You know, Paul, Paul, Paul Pierce is when it comes to mind. But I know I know this ain't how y'all normally do y'all champion week after a championship. But talk, talk to us right. about, you know, the, just the climate of you know uh the, the the culture as far as you know like the lakers that's a religion man like how, how has it been you know since you know being new newly minted after a decade of of, of not lakering <laughs> not lakering <laughs> i think man like for the lakers to win in 2020 yeah well lebron james you know yeah. is Amazing, because I feel like he's the most polarizing figure in sports. Yes. And, uh, you know, he says a lot of good things. Yes. And, uh, now, I'm definitely riding for him, and I'm glad he's a Laker. And, um, man, I wish we could have had the Laker parade already, you know? Right, right, like, right. The city the city was definitely excited. Everybody was tuned in. And I think this is one of the most important championships for to sure. win. I feel like them playing in the bubble, was a neutralizer you know there's no home court advantage you know there's no travel yeah you know everybody's coming with their a game and yeah. people some people are not Max. like considering that you know but these guys are out here hoping yeah and jimmy butler was out there cooking you know? was, yeah he just ran out of gas <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so the fact that we were able to get that chip in the bubble yeah. you know where everybody's on their a game you know, I know I know we missing Steph Curry, I know we missing Kyrie and Kevin right. Durant, but still we saw like some stellar performances from people that yeah. we didn't even expect. You know, I was happy to see Dane Lillard get, you know, some props. That's yeah. one of my favorite players. But um Mine yeah, too. man. Yeah, I, I love his morale. He can rap, you know, it's dope. Yeah. So Laker Town, you know, this is a Laker Town. I you know, I can't stand the Clippers. They trying to move into Inglewood now. 
But, uh, <laughs> you ain't having it. <laughs> yo, yo, Englewood, y'all, y'all got SoFi, which is I, I, I don't even know what how to describe just how it looks on TV. How does it actually look in yo, real life? Yo, that joint is crazy. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to go to a game there. Watch us smoke the Rams out there. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a 49er fan, so like, how, oh, like, how does that joint look in person, though? Yeah, that joint is art. The yeah. state of the art, man. Like, you know, I went in there before the season started. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks amazing, man. You know, um, I was able to get some photos on the 50-yard line. Okay. Me and Damani. Okay. And, um, and, and Sticks. So, yeah, it's definitely a stellar uh, facility. You know, I haven't seen anything like that to that level. You know, Man, Ingle was the place to do it as a city champions, but you know, I know it did affect a lot of the community. Yeah. You know, and it is pushing a lot of social issues, but you know, just as uh, being able to see it is definitely, you know, dope. So, yeah. but I wish we didn't have to have those social impacts, but I know. you know, that's what it is. It's, it's a gift and a curse because it's going to bring so much revenue to the area. But as you mentioned, those, those that the things that it you know that it affected you know um, some people having to move out and you know displacing some people, but it did bring jobs. So like I said, um, and of course you know better than than us from the outside looking in as far as like the 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 impact for the community. But I don't think I wonder. Like if we'll really see the the true benefits with the way everything is, with like not being able to have fans in the stands, and you know because all the revenue that that would bring for the surrounding businesses, and you know where you could go out to a restaurant, you know that's around the stadium and things like that, and you know though the way I try to look at it is like business is going to do big bank is always going to take little bank, and it's just yeah. the way that our country's designed. So it, when that happens, you got to try to find ways to to diversify your bonds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and figure out ways to, to to make revenue when when those situations happen, because they're always they're always looking to to make money somehow, some way, and you know it's going to it's that's never going to change in America, at least not yeah. probably in our lifetimes. Yeah, I don't I don't see that happening anytime soon but yeah man you laid everything out perfectly man yeah like you said like you said city of champions i mean it really is because i mean the staples center has really only been around for 20 years at this point and before then i mean you talk about chamberlain you talk about west yeah i mean it it really it really was about you know having to go to that great western forum and try to get a win man you know in the that showtime culture elevated that particular venue into a place where you know it's mythical yeah eagles rolling stones hey when we go to la we're doing three nights in a row in inglewood those, those yeah. prince uh hit greatest hits concerts at the forum yo that's you know, rest of the like, legend yeah like yeah you know, that that's and that's that's your town man so i know you're proud of that man you know that, that's yeah. gotta be that's gotta be dope. yeah definitely man like the forum i went to school right across the street from the forum at Kelso. Wow. And then, you know, when I was able to go to the Lakers games and see Nick Van Axel, Eddie Jones, you know, we hit the Sizzler first, and then the mom would take me. The mom would take me to the game, so, you know. I'm going to Sizzler. 
That's dope. Right. Yeah, yeah, man. Got it. Got to hit the sizzler like like uh like uh King and Duck. <laughs> White man can't jump. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so yeah, Phil. Like, so uh, once again, uh, everybody, we we're talking to Thurs. Um, more Thurs on Thursdays is a series that's going on right now. We're we're on week uh, forty-three, and it looks like uh, we ain't stopping no time soon, right? We, we're gonna continue keep to get going. more content, right? Yeah, we're gonna keep it going um, at least to the years up. And I, I have like some projects that I want to introduce with, okay. you know, collaborating with a few folks. So just trying to be innovative and creative, man. And, uh, Dope, man. Hit people with bush, bush your head open type shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bush your shit open beats. This is, this is this is reminiscent of another uh you know, he's from Long Beach at least, but man, Crooked Eye with the with the weeklies, that was one of our favorite series, and that's yeah, probably man. I mean you're you're heading to that 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 upper echelon of of, of of series. Like you see people do like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do tape Tuesdays or I'm gonna do you know wreck it Wednesdays and they, they probably make it a good you know five six weeks that's just but, hard but, <laughs> but like you said to do the 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 artwork to do the the visual to do the new music for it, with the new music and just the the vigor that we see behind it like you you look like you're having fun with it yeah I'm, I'm having a ball doing this man because you know I'm just you know I have, I have a cool a cool called true stick and then I have another crew called Lil Rose. So I'm just like collaborating with a mm. lot of friends. It's no industry shit, you know? It's yeah. just like, these are my homies and we're making music and we putting the shit out. And you know, some of it is, you know, non-sample. So we're able to license it to like different, you know, television opportunities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we having fun and then we creating businesses, creating business out of having fun. Mm. So, you know. I mean, I, I've, I've heard at least six that could be on Insecure for season five. Oh, man. for sure. Like, at least six. Man, like, I hope it makes it Issa, there, man. Yeah, Issa, I, 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 know, I, I know you listening, Issa, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, go you, ahead and- uh, you, know, you know how she loves Inglewood, so it, it's only right. Yeah, yeah man, man. She's, she's doing a great job right here in Inglewood, man. I love everything about Issa. She is, uh, Salute to her. Yeah, she actually had her, um, her her uh emmy's watch party in so far so right. uh, when they were right. doing that when they were doing that virtually she was like on the field like how you were saying you were at the 50 yard line and you could see that was a moment for her too like like you said despite the social and kind of the economic parts of it that is again like yo this is our turf like this is something that you know we i'm at the 50 yard line of a, of a billion dollar venue like we're yeah like yeah, where they do that crazy. where they do that at you know yeah so you, you know you guys are doing something right putting on for your town and again it's it's reached us you know again i'm in texas you know phil's on the east coast and um you know everybody that, that we've talked to that's familiar with your with your music has has had great things to say um so keep going man that, that's that's honestly what we wanted to put to to get out to you is that what you're doing is is something that's being recognized um how easy is it to, to get it out to the DSPs? Like you said, some of it is, is is pretty good as far as the samples and the licensing. Is it just plug and play when it's like that? Yeah, it's like, you know, as long as I can get it uploaded my Monday night, I'm good for that Thursday release. And, you know, it'll go live by Wednesday, 9 p.m. PST. Okay. So, you know, it's uh it's been an easy process. You know, some days when I would wait too long, you know, mm -hmm. it wouldn't hit Spotify till Friday, but, you know, SoundCloud mm -hmm. will 
helped me out with that, you know, instant upload, and, you know, public public uh, visibility situation that they have. So um, yeah, it all works out, man. But it's been easy just to upload and go. Well, we're looking forward to the, the upcoming projects. Phil, we got a couple more things that we want to yes, sir, man. ask the homie of, man. Uh, where, where do you want to start? Well, uh, one of the things I wanted, uh, well, I wanted to ask because um, one of one of my uh, one of my homies, I, I told him you were going to be on here, and he asked me, where where what's the origin story of the name Thurbs? So my last name is Coffee. So like you know, uh, my biological dad is from Ivory Coast. Uh, Coffee is a nickname for boy born on Friday. But I was born on a Thursday, so it kind of stuck in high school, and everybody just called me Thurbs. And uh, yeah, it's kind of use that as my rap moniker, so it stuck with me, man. So that's how I got it. Dope. That's yeah. so. So did you have? Did you ever have any other rap name? Because everybody has like the 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 wild rap names. Oh yeah. And so <laughs> oh, what yeah. was that one? <laughs> I used to be an alcoholic, man. So you know, yeah, catas catastrophe. I was trying to be catastrophic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, shout, shout out to the Licks, man. That's that's one of that's one of my favorite groups. Uh <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my crazy rap man. man. That's great. My cousin, my cousin was still shoot me a text out of the blue, catastrophic, and I just started busting up. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's that's dope. Um Wow, yeah, the, the names is always something when we when we speak to somebody where it's like, yeah, it wasn't always this cool, but it, it's always good to, to hear, you know, when it's like, you know, it, it organically comes to you because, you know, it's, it's your brand, essentially. It's, that's the first thing that people mm -hmm. see, you know, um, when before they even hear your music, a lot of times it's, it's your name and, you know, what, what that stands for. So that's dope. Um, Phil, uh, did you did you want to go ahead and, and start with the uh, tip for tat? Want to go for that? Oh yeah, man, we got we got we got to get right to it, man. We go we go okay. we gonna put you to the test. Uh, All right. So basically, tip for tat is we we give you two choices and you got to pick one. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. So we 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 go we go we gonna keep it uh we gonna keep it Lakers with the start off. So I'm gonna say you can have a a two on two. Okay. You can have Magic and Shaq. Or you could have Kobe and Kareem. Who you take? Kobe and Kareem. Okay. You 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 said that quick. So you you so Magic and Shaq just. I love yeah. You know, that's actually that's actually a difficult question. I was just trying to answer quick. But <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, Magic and Shaq, they might take it, but you know, since you know Kobe, you lost Kobe this year. I gotta show my, I gotta get up. Oh no, no doubt, Kobe. no doubt. Um, and actually, I think Kareem is actually the most important basketball player ever, and the best basketball player ever. Like we gotta give him his, his flowers. I'm not, man. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad yeah. at that at all. Um. I, I got I got him as either two or three on my on my person, but that's that's you know that's a whole different conversation. All right, yeah, so yeah. so we got we got we got we got Kobe and Kareem. Okay, yeah. all right. Now the Chronic or Death Certificate. Fuck man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's the is so important, man. And so oh, yeah. chronic. Well, so yeah. the chronic. I I didn't say it was gonna be easy. <laughs> I just I just said you gotta pick one. Damn. 
Can I pick a third option? I'm just, I want to say doggy step. Hey, you can do that. that. You can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the yeah. right-in vote is always. It, it, the, we we only allow the right-in vote if yeah. the right-in vote is better or or equal to the yeah. choices that we give, and that, that's for sure. I yeah. I personally, out of the three, I think it's my favorite is Death Certificate. I think I think Doggy Style is the best album out of the three, though. Personally, yeah, I think it's one of the. Yeah, it might be one of those best rap albums. No, no, it I, is. You know, like, shit. In, in, in your there. first time out, like, I mean, yeah. it, it, not only was it was it quality work, it was a it was a huge hit. It was yeah. it was it was a number one album. I believe I believe it was number one right out the box, right? Or yeah, if yeah, it wasn't, yeah. it was right there. It was right there. And it was a few weeks too. Yeah, it stayed it yeah, stayed yeah, at yeah. number one. Yeah, yeah. No skips. No skips. None. And then, and then, and then the, the rare, uh, if you had the cassette tape, I mean, if you, if you, if you're a man of a certain age and you had the cassette tape, you got G's up, hoes down on the, on the joint. Like, yeah. I remember the first time I heard the CD and I didn't hear that joint. I was like, Yeah, what's going what, on? What's, what's wrong? Yeah. yeah, but that was just one of them weird, you know, technology things. But, but all right, yeah. so. Wait, I just wanted to say one thing. Doggy Go style, uh, that, that LP is so good that you know how like somebody may give you like a ride to work and you just like yo you you're, you're good in my book for the rest of my life don't nobody say nothing bad about this guy that's yep. the doggy style was for snoop like he literally didn't have to make another yeah he, he could have retired right there and you'd have been golden he still, he still would have been yeah. like as respected as he is but a testament to him you know the joints that he's got coming out. Now he's on the joint with Dame Dollar now, and I mean that joint mm -hmm. goes a tribute to Kobe. Like that yeah. joint goes. So, you know, man, salute to him and salute he's, to you. He's going for, into the fourth decade of. Yeah, of, you know what I mean. Of, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Snoop is Snoop is a one man. We there'll never be another. There'll never be another Snoop Dogg. That's no, it. just better recognize, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> no, the, the, uh, a friend of ours that we went to school with, she actually said that to her mom and it got, oh, got slashed. She told, she was like, she was high off, uh, high off uh, Snoop, uh, off, of, off of listening to Doggy Style. She said, "Man, you better recognize to her mom." It, 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 it took an L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snoop's yeah. upside her head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what her mom did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, all right, Vibe, so we, 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 we hit uh, sports, we hit music. You know we got to go to the sneakers. So, exactly, I, okay. all right, so I'm, go I'm going to ask you, SBs, SBs, Tiffany SB oh, man. or Heineken SB? Tiffany. Tiffany. Uh, so, so quick, so the pink boxes, yeah. oh, pink boxes over silver boxes. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a Tiffany. Uh, shout out shout out to uh Nikki Diamond. That's 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 my guy. Yeah, um, those are hard when those drop. Yeah, yeah man, they're still um, hard. They still hard. Still still, still they are. Still are. Yeah. yeah. I, I got a, I, I got a feeling we're gonna see those soon. Yeah. He, yeah. Might, they, he probably definitely have to you know. Yeah. I imagine a re-release is coming or an anniversary release or something like that. Yeah. Um, I still, I still got my original joints. Got, a, got a custom box for them. But um, yeah. All right. So I think you kind of answered this one. So, so this, this one, we, we might, we might, we might have to. I was gonna ask you, uh, Union or Off White? 
but I think we already know the answer. Oh, we're going to the union. We're going yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. I, we already, we, like, soon as soon as I, um, soon as I brought union up, I was like, oh man, I don't even know if I'm going to ask that one. But, but I, I got like, a question you, for you though. Since since go ahead, the, go ahead. Bill is, is hundreds down right now. Like, just talk to us. Like you talk, you told us about union. Like, give us your perspective of like hundreds and just seeing like how they created just like a whole scene from from blogging to the storefront to lifestyle like how how was that seeing that you know from your perspective because we saw we only saw it on on the internet like how how was yeah, it there yeah. like, inspirational man because yeah. there used to be a lot of uh those like little festivals that they'd have over there you know yeah. a big scene uh like almost like a big barbecue you know you got performances there and just a lot of la culture that take place so seeing them you know rise with the blogging and mm-hmm. um the actual drops that they'd have you yeah, know crazy it showed you how to operate business you know you right. always want to see something that's dope and then pull from that and inspire something hopefully entrepreneurial in your own life with your own brand so seeing them taught me a lot you know they've shown me love on their blog yeah. um my boy Sanai was writing for them and you know he threw me on their on their site but uh yeah man shout out to the hundreds you know um it's dope to see that dope to witness that dope to see the, yeah. what the storefront was and what it served to that third fast community so yeah man i'm always i'm always happy to see the business you know, yeah shout out, shout out to the hundreds in uh san fran uh those mm-hmm. dudes showed me love when we when, when me and my wife uh we were there um, for vacation, they showed us a lot of love there. So definitely shout out to them. Um, what else? What else we got? Uh, we got Jordan. Hey, ho, 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 ho. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I was about to say. Once you finish with sneakers, you know we gotta talk about Fat Boy Delights. Oh, come it's on. about food. Okay, all right. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Jordan ones or Jordan fours? I'm a ah, that's hard. Um, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go Jordan. I'm gonna go Jordan one. I'm gonna go Jordan one. Like what's, what's your favorite one? Like, I mean, I know it's so many now, but I mean, um, I'm gonna say, man, I think that OG drop, man. Um, that 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 first colorway is probably the. The, uh, the, one. the bread or the Chicago? Yeah, I'm gonna say, damn, I like both of those. Uh, I'm gonna say bread. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with the bread. Yeah, yeah, bread. Uh, the bread. Um, the the band with the with the X on the back. That's my. That's my. Oh, that's my. That's mine. And then, and then with with with, with a lot of bias in mind, the Levi one. Cause again, okay. I'm, a, I'm a 49er guy, so the Levi one is crazy. Just the whole packaging of it with the shirt in yeah. the in the in the in the 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 the, the Jordan S jeans that nobody should ever wear. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever don't ever wear them jeans, yo. Uh, but it was just the fact that they that they freaked it with the shirt was fire. But yeah, like they definitely got. Never mind, because I, I don't I don't want Mike to hear this. <laughs> but uh no um yeah the, the um the Levi one is, is special. But yeah, yeah. The, the, the band one is just that that colorway is so iconic to the point where everybody when you make a sneaker, when you make your silhouette, you have to make a, a in a bread colorway. Or they like, yo, why why are you even doing this? Like you, you know what I mean? 
every everybody or they try to get like like Kanye tried to when he when he did the Yeezy he tried to shy away from it but he still he he dipped his toe to, he, he he changed the red to the to the paint and that mm-hmm. that was that was a dope move to to not go right into the bread colorway but like yeah. everybody from like regardless of who your brand is from Harden to Dane to you know mm-hmm. whoever you know yep. LeBron has uh he does all his joints there's bread colorways of all of LeBron's yeah it's just the fact that we even calling them bread like we <laughs> fucked around and made a color you know right right you know just that that's when you hear like oh yeah that's that that it's bread you already know you know don't and don't and don't put an a in it you know you know right. <laughs> <laughs> drop, drop the a man oh um, all right, so we gotta talk about food before we. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. You did that. You got it. Okay, so I, I'm not even gonna give you a, a, a this or that. I just wanted to just get your opinion. Can you okay. give us two spots when when everything is, is, is safe for people to visit? You know, Southern California. Give us two spots that they should have that they have to go to to eat while they're in the town. Okay. Okay. Um... I just, well, before I got on this call, I just got back from the valley. Um, it's a spot called El Cocinero. And, uh, you know, if the owner used to be part of this uh, group called Vigatinos. So my family's like, you know, we all vegan and stuff. And they have some of the best Mexican vegan food ever. So, uh, okay. you know, I'll be, I, I didn't even know that this dude opened up his new store or his new yeah. restaurant. So I just had to make the trek out there today. But some of the best Mexican food. So if you ever in Cali or in, in LA, you might have to make a 45 minute travel to the valley. Sound like it's worth it. That spot. I think it's definitely worth it, man. But uh, outside of that, my my number two spot. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. It can it can even be, go, it can, I was about to say it can either be like juice smoothies. Whatever, like we're just trying to just like okay, yeah, you know anything that you know that you that you rock with like that. I'm gonna say two spots. I'm gonna say okay. two more spots. Okay. They're both black on. So I'm gonna go Haroon yeah. <laughs> Haroon Coffee over in Lamert, and then right across the street, Hot and Cool Cafe. Hit those two spots. Okay, you know Haroon okay. uh, got all the dope coffee flavors imported from Ethiopia, and they got like some smoothies over there, some juice, uh, okay. some uh, juice items for you. Hire Cool Cafe got the Soul Bowl over there, so you know you get you a veganized Soul Bowl, and um, they got some like really good smoothies as well. So you know patronize those black businesses. Yes, and, sir. Uh, yeah, yo, hit Earl's on Crenshaw. You got to do that. We can't limit it to two. Hit Earl's on Crenshaw. Okay. There's a spot called Voodoo Kitchen. You know they got. I heard of Voodoo Kitchen. They that, yeah. they are the shit. That shit is really good. And um, yeah, those are the main things that come to mind right now. Taking notes, yes. Phil. Taking so, notes. No, se- several, several, because you, oh. you, know, you know you know, how I get down. Several people told me about voodoo. Yo, Wild Living Foods. I forgot. That my, that's my people's spot in downtown. Okay. Oh, yeah. but, uh, you de- de- definitely, definitely you going to you gonna have to hit me because this dude, he don't be eating like that. <laughs> so you, you definitely going to have to hit me. I'm taking uh, notes. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about no, to, like, to like, de- like, no, all seriously, because like every time I go somewhere, I try to go to the best places to, to like wherever they tell me to go like I remember again I was in I was in San Fran and um Nelson George he was like house in Nanking gotta go there it's like 
Yo, they they had they have a tea. It's a flower, and when they pour the water in, it blooms. And then oh, that's wow. the that drink is crazy. And what I was like, up? it's the House of Nan King. Um, House of Nan King. Yeah, and they do, and and I believe they do have a, a vegan um, menu. Okay. Um, don't quote, cause cause I I, I I'm still a caveman. Um, <laughs> uh, so I still, you know, they they be trying to work on me, uh, but you know. <clears throat> I'm, it's a slow burn because uh, cheese is delicious, man. I'm sorry. Cheese, cheese is delicious, and I it's it's tough. I I, I tried to, I tried be I was I, I did vegan for how long did Bob like six months? Yeah, I was about to say it was a few months. It, it was I, I I felt good, man. But damn it, it's easier it's easier in LA because you got more options. Yeah, right. yeah, they, right. yeah, yeah. Here here in VA, I mean, there, there's more and more and more options every day. But it, it's, you know, it's still the South, and you know, Feather and Finn is on the corner, and it's like, <laughs> it'd be, it, okay. it'd be calling me. That's that's, that's, a, that's a staple. That's a staple. If you're ever yeah, in yeah, that, five that, seven, yeah, you'll, you'll hear people, is, you'll, you'll yeah. people talk about that. That's not your diet, but yeah, yeah. You, just that. to give you an idea, uh, okay. when 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 when, when Pusha T got married, he had Feather and Finn catered away. It was okay. that real. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, it's, you know, that that's that's what it is. But it's it's really dope to hear these spots and like you said, black owned. That that's that's something that's, that we definitely want to promote what we need. and let people know. And you know, uh you've you've dropped a lot of jewels and gems just in the brief conversation that we've had here. So we appreciate you, brother. Man, like so, I appreciate you guys, man. It's been man. a fun yeah. time, man. Just yeah, just man. Let, let let the people know again, um, anything that you would like to let them know as far as uh what you have upcoming. Um, you know, obviously we got and one, uh, you know, by, yeah. the, by the time they hear this episode, that'll be out. But yeah, just let them, yeah. let them know uh, how they can, you know, reach you on social and, you know, what to look out for. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm on Instagram, King Thurs, K-I-N-G-T-H-U-R-Z, Twitter, it's Thursday. Um, and I'm off all, all the DSPs, man. Just search more Thurs on Thursday. Uh, that playlist should come up or, you know, just search my name. And uh, yeah, man, that's kind of like my extent of social um yeah ig and twitter man facebook mm -hmm. i don't really do that too much but you know i know facebook owns ig but yeah i don't, I don't dabble on facebook too much but youtube youtube uh, yeah search thursday sure. Thursday, and um yeah man i got uh a lot of stuff in tow but yeah man week 43 and one tomorrow and i got more joints coming in the next few weeks so just stay tapped in with me and uh yeah appreciate everybody listening and we're we're looking forward to to uh, another uh, episode with you, you know, in the future, man. So you you have an open invitation to sure. with us. Appreciate your time, brother. Man, thank y'all for having me, man. Appreciate no you doubt. guys. Oh, before you go, quick quick uh, top five Lakers. Top five Lakers. All yeah, right. it's like it's like it's like six hundred you could pick from. So, All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kareem, Shaq, Kobe. Magic. Hey, you know what? I want to. I, I want to give it. I want to. I love Nate Van Exel, but um, what's my dude's name, man? I used to play against this older cat. He was part of the '72 Lakers squad. Um, Flynn Robinson. I mean, yeah. I just throw Flynn wow. Robinson. So people don't know about the other one, right? Like people, yeah. people know about um, what is it? Is it Glenn Robinson or Cliff Robinson? Um, I'm talking about Flynn. Flynn Robinson. Oh, Flynn Robinson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was a there was a Cliff Robinson that's not 
Uncle Cliffy, but there was one that was on the um on the on the squad with Nick Van Exel back in the day. And, okay, and he, wait. And he, and he could hoop too. Okay. But because of his name, a lot of people didn't necessarily yeah. know him, but yeah. yeah. So there there were there were two Cliff Robinsons at the hoop. Obviously, there was the, the famous Uncle Cliffy. Yeah. But yeah, um, man, the Lakers, man, look, they even got Phil, they even got multiple Robinsons that can hoop. <laughs> I, I, Yo, I gotta they, go do they, my research. Flynn Robinson, they, they, I gotta they, do my research. They gotta have yeah. a starting five with centers. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, if you if you take it back to the Minneapolis joint, like just oh. the centers, like, because like right. Wilt, Wilt, Wilt was, you know, Wilt, Shaq, Kareem, you know, AD, I guess technically is a power forward, but I mean, George Mikan, it, it's not fair. <laughs> Gasol, I mean. It, yeah, it, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like Gasol is a matter of fact, a Hall of yeah. Fame center, yeah. matter of fact. Two chips. Right. <laughs> I'm um, only throwing Flynn Robinson in there. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. This guy's, uh I used to play ball against him at the Westchester YMCA. Okay. So we used to play one on one, and he would kick my ass every time. And I was like, damn. <laughs> I got to be that good to get to the yeah. NBA. And I, was yeah. like, I don't know if I'm ever be that good. That's crazy. How, and how old was he at the time? I don't even know, bro. Right. If he was on the 72 know. Lakers and you were playing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he was on the 72 yeah. Lakers, he had to be, you know, you know, getting, you know, of, of coffee for 35 cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, he's dope. like knocking a three down and I couldn't block the hook shot. Just had game, like all around game. I'm like, damn. Yo, man, why don't people do the sky hook, man? It's the most unstoppable shot ever, yo. It, it doesn't look cool, and I think that's why people don't do it. Because it, it doesn't look cool at all. But, I mean, he's the all-time leading scorer. For right. a reason. Right. Right. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like I, the underhand uh, free throws, man. I, I think I, I think my percentage would be have to be 65%. They told me I had to shoot all my choice underhand. <laughs> it, just, it just looks so bad, man. It looks... It, when I see an underhand free throw, I think of like the chessmen in the five heartbeats, like, like just <laughs> like people that just like mess up soul songs. Thurs, Thurs, how, how many how many championships for the Lakers before LeBron retires? Uh, we definitely get in twenty by twenty twenty five. Oh, uh, so LeBron's, gonna <laughs> oh. Get, LeBron's gonna get three more. He's gonna get seven. You know, you know. Oh, oh, I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I see, I see what you're doing. I, don't, don't do that, man. Don't, I, I, I see what you're doing. I just, you know, I'm talking, you know, I'm talking into reality. No, no, no. That's as a Lakers fan, you should do that. I, I, I feel like, I, I feel like, uh, if, if they, if they're healthy, Kevin Durant yeah. and and uh, and the boy from Duke. Little Mountain. I don't, yeah, I we call, we call oh, it Little Mountain. Yeah, Uncle Drew. Yeah, that, that's I, they're, they're going. They're going to have an easy. They're going to have a very easy path to the finals if they're healthy. I believe. Yeah, that. I can see um, that. Miami will be, you know, somewhat of a hindrance. But if Kevin is half of, or you know, seventy-five percent of what he was before he got hurt, they're ruined. Yeah. And then that's the showdown I would like to see. Yeah. That's the that, that's so the so 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 see. maybe maybe you only have nineteen by the time LeBron retires. We'll, we'll, have, to, <laughs> we'll have to check back in with you, brother, and see. Yeah, we'll check back in. I'm, get I'm get one more to Boston. I won't be mad yeah. at though. Yeah, I have yeah. to say, if you get one more to Boston, I won't be mad at that. No doubt. Yeah. No, that that would be like a win for, for that'd be like a small win for Black America. You know. You know, on a on a on a different kind of scale. We appreciate you once again, brother. The only thing that 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 we just would like to have from you would be a drop. Okay. If we can get that from you, I can. If if you want to do it live now, that's cool. But I can also just 
send you just what we normally just look for with the drop and you can you can either just um uh send it to me in uh gmail or you know we can do that at a, at a later I can, I, can, I can do it live real quick okay right, um cool. so our, our crew we we go by the heat holders okay. um if you just want to just say yo what up this is thurs and whatever else you want to say after that uh you're rocking with the heat holders on tissue and the tape okay gotcha ready yeah i'm ready sure what up? This is Thursday, Inglewood, California, rocking with the heat holders, and you're now listening to Tissue and the Tape. Perfect. One take. Yeah, Appreciate One take your time count. once again, brother, man. And, you know, uh, peace and blessings and much success on everything you got going on, man. Thank you. Yeah, Thank man. you guys. Much appreciated, man. Thank you. Much appreciated. Yeah. Appreciate both you guys, man. Tap no with doubt. you guys soon. Thank you. Have no a good doubt. night. Thank you. All right. Good night. And once again, Philmatic, like we always do about this time, brother. You already know, man. You already we know, We for man. the money. We yeah. live for the love. Tell not em. for what we believe in. This is Tissue and the Tape. And I swear, if you don't do nothing in your life, respect, heat, hold us. Okay, gang. They do hip-hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissue and the Tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. I won't change my mind. We are the same. When the last time you heard me on some shit like this. I won't change my mind. Nah. I can't do that. I can't change my mind. We are the same. It's all about product. What you got for sale? I just got this experience, I'm putting over these dicks. Let me speak. Trying to live clean, I'm stuck between. P Valley and Lovecraft country, they like this. Magic up in a monkey, tricks turn junkie. Your money is stolen, it's easy to get a crowd. When two's a company, they all want their bills paid. Blazing high grades, seems the most pretty on the blade. Usually I'm out the way. Life is like a box of chocolate schnapps, like an arcade. Gotta drop a quarter to play. Another ticket send you. Money matrix, you see that truth is gonna offend you. The broke stay broke, so fellowship with Kim Folk. All business is politics, do that independent vote. Left the right, the same bird. All I need is one stone, I think it's so you a product and that product is a hoe in a hotel everything so keep it clear only voting for sticks and butter as the mayor vote myself as king made it thrown out a chair thoughts become things hundred grand out the air from not being platonic with these dreams i was fucking up the stairs the only way up i bust a nut when i get there Sacrifice a couple J's, no creases in my new pair. Work around the clock, no time is square. Trying to bless my heirs with inheritance that's far from despair. Day drinking, but my drink don't need daycare. In the LA sun with day ones, it's all cheers. Sense of a long hair, strong as a DBI's and snare. They can feel and see the product for all the impaired. Manage my affairs and profit, no public shares. Till we get there, the past the silverware. Silver spoon for my children here. Look, I won't change, I won't change Need big dreams to take up both lanes I won't change, I won't change Everything I learned made it all so plain Yeah, so tell me what it look like Better hold your gun tight Shooting every shot, that's inside Ain't gotta wonder what it feel like Know the black man play Doing everything to make it all right I won't change my mind
change my mind.